Welcome to Rory's Folk, hosted by Rory Skyster and showcasing and discussing a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. It's in the evening after dark that the black leg miner goes to work. In his moleskin pants and dirty shirt, there goes the black leg miner. Well, he takes his picks and down he goes to hew the coal that lies below. There's not a woman in this town row who'd look at the black leg miner. Well, Delaware is the terrible place. They rub wet clay in the black leg's face. Around the pits they run a foot race to catch the black leg miner. And don't go near the seghill miner. Cross the top they've stretched a line to catch the throat and break the spine of the dirty black leg miner. Well they take his picks and his duds as well and they hurl them down the pit of hell. So off you go and fare thee well you dirty black leg miner. It's in the evening after dark the black leg miner who goes to work in his moleskin pants and dirty shirt. There goes the black leg miner so join the union while you may don't wait until your dying day for that may not be far away you dirty black leg miner you're listening to rory's folk in which rory skyster showcases a diverse range of contemporary british folk music by established and -and up-and-coming artists alike Hello, welcome to Rory's Folk. This is just the second episode and the first episode was uh, basically just kind of an introduction of what I'm going to be doing here on my folk show and uh, the second episode is therefore going to be the first themed episode and I'm going to just I'm going to sort of stick to um, a theme every every episode. Occasionally I might do a sort of slightly different format a sort of little showcase episode for a particular artist or album but in general I'm going to do a different theme every episode and that song that you just heard was an introduction to that theme because the theme today is protest and I wasn't quite sure whether I should go with protests so very early on in my radio show because it's obviously sometimes um, a bit of a controversial topic but I decided that I would because to me protest music is one of the most important areas of folk music and so much folk music has been political uh you know, both folk music that is sung now and that has been sung in the past. And often with songs, you'll find that they were relevant when they were written uh, and then they are still relevant today. (laughs) Um, And I think throughout this episode that 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 theme will become apparent or hopefully will if I've chosen my songs correctly. So, uh, So, yeah, so that first song, Black Leg Minor, um that one that particular version is a version that I sang on my album of love and sailors uh, even though it's not really to do with love or sailors but I wanted to get I wanted to get a good a good um a good protest song in there and it's one of my favorite songs uh of that kind of genre I learned it as a small child before I really knew anything about politics or mining or anything uh, and I was indeed born after most of the mines in the UK had closed so uh, in some ways I uh, you know I don't really have a personal connection to this song but I really love it because you can really really tell that uh, you can tell that the anger felt by the singer by the narrator 
So this song is uh, from the northeast of uh, the of England. Um, the places mentioned, uh, Segil uh, and Delville, those are um, places not very far from Newcastle. Uh, and this was, of course, traditionally mining country. And we don't know exactly when this song uh, dates from. It was first collected in County Durham in 1949, but it's quite likely that it's probably originally from the 1880s or 1890s, maybe even before that, but um, but certainly in the 1880s and 90s, um, that was sort of the, the height of the miners' union struggles uh, of, of that kind of era. And there really was a, a huge amount of, of anger and animosity felt by the locals who were striking towards the blacklegs. Now, the blackleg is the term used for the strike breaker. So the guy who decided not to join in with the unions and with his, his friends and um, and protest the wages and the working conditions, but go to work anyway. And um, at that time, labourers were actually brought from other areas uh, to act as as blacklegs uh, and as strike breakers. So even though, even if there wasn't anyone from the local area who was willing to do it, you know, people from elsewhere would come and do it. So, so the locals obviously really, really hated that, and and uh, and the people who were striking. You know that that undermined their their entire effort and and what they were fighting for. So so yeah, uh, that's sort of uh, a little bit um, of the history of where it's probably originally from. But uh, the other thing that's really interesting about this song is that it was picked up again in the nineteen eighties um, when there was, of course, another famous uh, period of um, strikes by miners. So, uh, so yeah, I think this really sort of emphasises not only that folk music can bring people together in a common cause, but also that the themes that people sing about do come up again and again throughout history. Um, so, so yeah, that's uh, sort of a little introduction into the topic. Uh, I'm now going to play a couple of tracks. The first one is going to be uh, Bread and Roses by the Rangan Sisters and then after that I'm going to play uh, A Young Woman's Tale by Grace Petrie. As we go marching, marching in the beauty of the day a million darkened kitchens, a thousand mill lofts grey Are touched with all the radiance, a sudden sun discloses For the people hear us singing, bread and roses, bread and roses As we go marching, marching we battle to form men, for they are women's children, and our victory is their gain. Our lives shall not be sweated from birth until life closes. Hearts starve as well as bodies give us bread and give us roses. As we go marching, Unnumbered women dead Go crying through our singing In their ancient call for bread Small hearts and love and beauty Their drudging spirits new Oh, it is bread we fight for But we fight for roses too 
As we go marching, marching, marching. 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 We go marching, marching. The future is our call. For the rising of the women, there's a rising of us all. No more the drudge, the idlers, and the toil where one reposes. But a sharing of life's glories, bread and roses, bread and roses. At the ending of last century. I thought I knew the score. The miners lost the battle, but the good guys won the war. I stayed up with my folks. They drank champagne till six a.m. The morning that we saw the Tories out of number ten. But short-lived was the victory from that May morning air. When came the bloody war in through the door of Tony Blair, a nation of resistance, peaceful folk denied a choice, and taught my generation that a vote was not a voice. Well, before too long the boom was bust and the money had run dry, and when the people turned around and asked Westminster why. The false god that they'd made out of the city still prevailed, and we were told the welfare state was why the system failed. Well, we were sold prosperity off working people's backs, and while we got mass austerity, the rich got let off tax, and now the NHS is on its knees, and the ones who get the blame. Our people washed up on the shore, with nothing to their name. A world of competition for resources we should share was brought about by Thatcher and made stronger under Blair. But nobody on this earth should fight for food or home or health. And I know we won't survive on every person for themselves. Now I know less than ever what tomorrow's got in store, but I owe it to my children to try for a little more than cruelty and division. Folks left in poverty to die, and if we've got a chance to change it, then I'm damn well gonna try. You're listening to Rory's Folk, in which Rory Skyster showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. So, what you just heard there was uh, Bread and Roses, performed by the Rangan Sisters, followed by A Young Woman's Tale by Grace Petrie. Two absolutely wonderful protest folk songs. And uh, these two songs do actually have something in common or, well, sort of in common in that uh, the first one is a uh, poem. Uh, it's uh, Bread and Roses is a poem written by James Oppenheim. And uh, it's been put to music several times, actually, but uh, that version by the Rangan sisters uh, was put to music by them. So uh, a poem that pre-existed that was put to music by a contemporary folk artist. Whereas the second one, A Young Woman's Tale, was uh, is sort of the other way around in that it's a traditional tune. But this version of the words are written by Grace Petrie. Um, yeah, so 
I guess I'll start uh, talking a bit about Bread and Roses first. So, as I said, it's um, a poem written by James Oppenheim, which he published in December 1911. And um, apparently he saw the slogan, Bread for All and Roses Too, um, which was used by the Chicago Women Trade Unionists. And he wrote this poem... Uh, sort of inspired by that. And the poem then ended up being read, obviously, by um, women workers um, in the textile mills in Massachusetts. So uh, a different different part of the US. But they were inspired then by the poem. And uh, that's sort of where the song started becoming sung was uh was by these these textile workers who were mostly women um and uh so yeah that that's sort of what it's associated with historically but it has been sung since as well and i find it a really really important message that we all need bread everyone needs to eat but actually we need beauty in our lives as well and, and we need art and, and we need um, intellectual stimulation and joy and that's something that is uh, often forgotten and uh, that a lot of uh, people when they sort of assume when they sort of think of strikes and and, um, and similar movements they often assume that it's that it's just about the pay increase because uh, you know you need to eat and obviously it is about that but 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 humans humans are more complicated than that and uh, actually you know it, it's a human right to 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 be happy um so i think that's a, a really a really important message there and um and it is often associated i suppose because of the beginnings of the song uh, but maybe the link with with sort of roses and and ideas of, of art and beauty and, and things uh with with women uh, and female activism uh not that obviously beauty and roses do need to be associated with with women and and sort of femaleness but uh, but it has sort of historically been so um so yeah, in in that sense, uh, I guess it's it's probably a quite a feminist song as well, which is cool. So yeah, that's bread and roses. And if you are interested in um, finding more of the Rangan sisters' work, they are on basically all of the social media platforms, and they make some really beautiful music, um, mostly uh, violin duos because because they're both good violinists and uh, and obviously good vocalists also so if you're if you're into sort of violin and vocals and nice harmonies then um yeah check out their music so the second song that was played after that was a young woman's tale by grace petrie and um this one as i said is a, a traditional tune and the words that you heard were written by grace petrie but they are, in fact, not the first set of words written to that tune. So there is a set of words written by Ian Campbell called The Old Man's Tale, which in its own right is also a really, a really good protest folk song, I think. Um, and those words tell of a man who was born at the beginning of the 20th century and who therefore saw the First World War, fought in it, uh, saw the strikes of the 1920s um, and, you know, the, the struggles uh, with working in the 30s, the rise of fascism, saw the Second World War, um, you know, his kids fought in the Second World War and, uh, you know, and now he's an old man um, and uh, is is you know, a pensioner and feels like he's not been able to make much out of his life. And it, it was all just, it was all just one long bloody war, um, as the lyric goes in that song. So yeah, a, a really, a really powerful, impactful song, I think in itself. 
But then uh, Grace Petrie, you know, obviously listened to the song and enjoyed it, but it wasn't relevant to her, uh, a a woman who was born uh, towards the end of the 20th century. So she rewrote the lyrics to be more relevant. And obviously you've just heard them, so I won't explain what they were about. But uh, but I think it's really interesting how many of the themes do actually come up again, even though obviously in her lifetime she's not experienced a world war. Some of the other themes of of poverty and people being unable to be contented with their lives because they don't have what is necessary get repeated um so i think yeah that that really again emphasizes what i said earlier about folk songs being sung by one generation and then being picked up either in their original form or in a different form like in as in this case and uh and sort of change to be more relevant while still keeping parts of the of the older version so if you want to find uh, grace petrie online uh, she has a website which is i believe just uh, gracepetrie.com and uh, again to be found all over social media and she does loads of really really powerful protest folk um so I really wanted to showcase that song that I did of hers because of sort of the the connection with an older song, but actually sort of more typical of her style is is she mostly sings accompanied with a guitar and she has some really, really good sort of banging tracks um, that you can sort of sing along to and dance and kind of get really get really righteous with uh so yeah definitely check her out if you're not already aware of her music so i'm going to play now uh, a couple of people who i actually already played in my first episode so i mentioned when i did the first episode that i might bring these people back for a for a sort of protesty political episode I didn't realize at that point that it would be so soon that that was actually going to be the next one I did but uh, but yeah the next two are Risha Dyer with a song called Drinking Games from her album um, Utopia and then after that Alice Nichols with a song called Deluge from her EP Kind Quiet Riots They drink from a goblet made of gold And from it they drink wine a hundred years old And the houses on the edge of the town Are falling down And the people say this isn't right And the people said we have the might to make a change And now they drink from goblets made of brass They've painted it silver but it won't last And the people on the edge of the town are coming down And the people said we have the might And the people said we're going to fight to make a change And now they drink from goblets made of Elected people for the working class But the houses on the edge of the town Still falling down 
And the people said, we have the might. And the people said, we have the right. But nothing changed. And the house is on the edge of the town. Still falling down We are in for a deluge An overflow of bad news Lay out the sandbags cause we're gonna need to make some kind of refuge Don't tell me it's raining where the lightning has already begun to strike We had you for a deluge An uprising of change Call out the armies cause we're gonna march against this tide and wave. I don't tell me it's rainy when I can already hear the drip, drip, drip of empty promises. Don't tell me it's raining when the thunder starts to thud. We've opened up the sky and we are ready for the flood. We have foreseen this deluge. It is not unprecedented But we are spluttering, suffering, submerging It will sink us if we let it So instead of relaying our cliches Like treading water and weathering out the storm I think I'll smell against the current Cause it's better showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. Absolutely beautiful. So that was Drinking Games by Risha Dyer, followed by Deluge by Alice Nichols, both original tracks written by these fantastic singer-songwriters and... um, yeah, they, I think, really fit the theme of protest folk. Uh, Risha's song, Drinking Games, absolutely sort of fits in uh, after we heard Grace Petrie's Young Woman's Tale with the sort of idea of of the same issues coming up again and again and being sung about by people and uh, that 
you know the same the same issues have affected us throughout history which is yeah to me kind of one of the really important things about folk music that that this is a way of communicating uh with our ancestors and with the people who are yet to come so uh so yeah and then obviously we had uh the absolutely beautiful um deluge which just ooh gives me the shivers um and i believe that track was that that track's actually a few years old it was uh written in 2017 uh for uh, alice nichols ep kind quiet riots and you know what <laughs> i think it's coming <laughs> that deluge um both metaphorically and um literally after this heat wave we've had so um yeah wonderful tracks and uh, i did showcase both of these artists on my previous episode so maybe you've already looked them up but if not then i highly encourage you to do so um they are both to be found on Bandcamp, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, so, you know, go find their music, go follow them on social media. So time for a couple more tracks now. The next one is a track by Lady Masery. They sing Digger's Song. And then after that, we have Unquiet Grave by the Lunar Tractors. And I should say now that that second track, Unquiet Grave, does contain uh, descriptions of suicide. So anyone who would be triggered by that and, you know, doesn't want to listen, then uh, please don't. You noble diggers all stand up now, stand up now. You noble diggers all stand up now. The wastelands you maintain sing cavaliers by name. You're digging to disdain and your persons all defame. Stand up now, diggers all. Your houses they pull down. Stand up now, stand up now. Your houses they pull down. Stand up now. Your houses they pull down to fright poor men in town. But the gentry must come down and the poor shall wear the crown. Stand up now, diggers all. Their self-will is their law. Stand up now, stand up now. Their self-will is their law. Stand up now. Since tyranny came in, they counted now no sin To make a jail a gin and to serve poor men therein Stand up now, diggers all The gentry are all round, stand up now, stand up now The gentry are all round, stand up now The gentry are all round, on each side they are found their wisdom so profound For to cheat us off the ground Stand up now, diggers all The lawyers they can join Stand up now, stand up now The lawyers they can join Stand up now To arrest you they advise Such fury they devise But the devil in them lies And hath blinded both their eyes Stand up now, diggers all the clergy they come in, stand up now, stand up now. The clergy they come in, stand up now. The clergy they come in and they say it is a sin that we should now begin our freedom for to win. Stand up now, diggers all. The club is all their law, stand up now, stand up now. The club is all their law, stand up now. The club is all their law to keep poor folk in awe, but they no vision saw to maintain such a law. Glory now, diggers all! of a river Watching the waters as evening drew nigh 
all night I wandered Then I spied another Weeping and wailing with many a sigh She is weeping for one who is now lying lonely Weeping for one whom no mortal can say The dark swirling waters around her in Calling to us from the unquiet grave Come bring us the light out of the darkness Bring us some water out of a stone Bring back a blossom that's withered and fallen Seek justice from those that call Westminster home Cold blows the wind tonight down by the river Cold as the grave are the first drops of rain Cold as the hearts that assess work and pension Cold as the lips are of poor dead Elaine That's withered and fallen Seek justice from those That call Westminster home Disabled and scared Of a next worth assessment May's hostile environment Got to Elaine The pills and ten cuts On her wrists didn't kill her Elaine Christian drowned in the Holderness drain Come bring us the light out of the darkness Bring us some water out of a stone Bring back a blossom that's withered and fallen Seek justice from those that call Westminster home Justice from those that call Westminster home. Seek justice from those that call Westminster home. You're listening to Rory's Folk, in which Rory Skyster showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and -and up-and-coming artists alike. So, just there, we had um, the Digger song uh, as performed by Lady Masery and then Unquiet Grave by Lunar Tractors. So, about the Digger song, um, this is uh, another much older protest song. So... Um, the Diggers were a group of radical Protestants in uh, during the time of Oliver Cromwell, and they believed uh, in economic equality and uh, also really liked the idea of a of a sort of farm based lifestyle for everyone. So small, rural, egalitarian communities. Um, 
so no you know wealth structure with with um some some people being a lot richer than others as was the case then and as is the case now um and this movement was um one of the sort of pioneers of this movement was a man called Gerard Winstanley and he's the one who wrote the words to the diggers song uh now they weren't meant to be called the diggers <laughs> they um were begun as the true levelers sort of a reference to their their ideology but they became known as the diggers because they would try to farm on common land um as part of their their sort of um you know what they believed in that that everyone should be equal and have a chance to to sort of farm and essentially live in a in a sort of farming socialist society um so yeah so that's why they're known as diggers and i think it's it's a really it's a really nice song obviously we don't have the diggers specifically now but um some of the issues that that they were complaining about in the song really exist in society today so it's um yeah, a, a good song. I really like the version that, that Lady Masery do. Obviously, a lot of people have covered this song, but um, I really enjoy Lady Masery's wonderful vocal harmonies, which they are, of course, famous for. Um, so, uh, yeah, Lady Masery, relatively well-known um, group in the folk scene. They do a lot of uh, sort of protest songs and feminist songs so if you like that kind of thing do look them up uh, they're all on, on all the social media platforms so after lazy masery we listen to the lunar tractors performing unquiet grave now goodness me there's so much <laughs> to say about this track um I deliberately left this one till towards the end of this episode because I feel like it really encompasses everything I've talked about, about um, folk music and protest songs and um, sort of uh, history, basically, as told through song. So when writing this song, uh, the Lunar Tractors... Um, adapted a traditional folk song called The Unquiet Grave, um, which is a very old song, possibly as old as the 1400s, which is, um, a, about a, uh, the story in that song is a relatively common one that you find in the folk tradition about someone whose lover has died and, um, they sort of can't get over, um, their, their dead lover and sort of think about being with them and, uh, you know, this sort of often at least hints of kind of suicidal ideation, um, even if it's not sort of particularly spelled out. Um, and then, so they, they sort of took that core song and then they also were influenced by two other songs from the late 1800s, uh, which are both laments about uh, industrial accidents. Um, so one of them's about the Blantyre explosion, which was a Scottish mining disaster in 1877. And uh, the other one is Lost Jimmy Whalen, which is about the death of a, a logger in Ontario in 1878. So they've taken these various older songs and combined them and then added their own narrative, which is the story of Elaine Christian, who took her life in 2011 rather than have to face her next fit-to-work assessment. So that's what the, the story is about. And um, I think... The words sort of speak for themselves. They're, they're really, really chilling. But as well as being about Elaine Christian's um, personal 
tragedy. The song also sort of has a much wider message about uh, the Conservative Party in the UK's programme of, of austerity and the uh, as part of that the, the cuts to public health and social services that that really, really impacted thousands of vulnerable people in the UK continue to do so. So, um, for example, uh, as part of austerity assessments for sick pay uh, were in many cases outsourced to private companies, which means that non-medical personnel make those decisions and can deny benefits to disabled people who really need uh, that money to live and then of course as well as the actual budget cuts themselves um, this created a really hostile environment for actually asking for help and Elaine Christian was just one direct casualty of these decisions as part of austerity um, and it's been suggested that austerity possibly contributed to over 120,000 people uh, who died between 2010 and 2017. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, not very jolly stuff. But I really think that the way that Lunar Tractors worked both the narrative of the person Elaine as well as the the commentary on this wider societal issue uh, and political decision into the unquiet grave sort of based on that traditional folk song is really really um really just works really really well uh, particularly the chorus so uh, I sort of had a little look about um, a little look into the uh, history of the original um, traditional unquiet grave. So what I discovered was that um, in many places in Britain and probably elsewhere in Europe as well, there was a belief that if one was excessively sad about uh, the death of a loved one, that that would prevent them from, from resting um, peaceably. And that, um, for example, tears might cause them distress in the grave, that they'd sort of feel the tears uh, as, they were, as they were lying there in the grave. And so, so that sort of one of the motifs that comes up in the original Unquiet Grave. But the other belief that's that's um, very much alluded to is that uh, if a girl was betrothed and uh, her husband died, she was bound to follow him to the spirit world unless she did certain things, sort of solved certain riddles, um, and these included fetching water from a desert, getting blood out of a stone. So that's you know, part of the original traditional song. But I really think it's great the sort of double meaning that the lunar tractors have sort of imbued it with, because these things are, of course, all thought of as... as um, impossible things impossible tasks which is something that actually comes up in other folk songs as well um but uh but yeah in this case of course those impossible tasks are then at the end compared with getting justice from those at Westminster so um so yeah I think that's a really sort of powerful thing that they've done there of using the the traditional um the traditional sort of tropes in uh, a a new setting um and as part of a a, a new metaphor that 
that comments on our society now. So, uh, so yeah, uh, that was the Unquiet Grave and, um, I highly recommend that you look up the Lunar Tractors. Uh, they've actually won several awards recently. Uh, they've won, um, an award from the English Folk Dance and Song Society. They won, uh, the George Butterworth Award and they won, uh, the Sound and Music LGBT Plus Composer Award. Um, so, you know, they're, they're doing, they're doing pretty well. Um, which, you know, is very well deserved because I think they're great. And it's really nice seeing some openly queer, uh, artists do well because, um, you know, there's not always very much representation. Uh, in the music industry. And, uh, yeah, they have a, a website which is, uh, lunatractors.space. Um, I should probably say lunatractors is spelled L-U-N-A-T-R-A-K-T-O-R-S. So lunatractors.space is their web, um, website. And on there, there is a, um, uh, a, a program of events they've got quite a few coming up um sort of towards the end of this year and then they also have a thing called moon club which is where you you can sign up and basically get all of their content instantly and um also some little extra extra bits so yeah i i would definitely recommend that you look them up and maybe consider Moon Club. They do really, really amazing songs. Um, they're not all quite as quite as depressing as the one we just heard. There are, there are a few other depressing ones, but they're not all like that. Um, but they are all they are all very deeply thought out and um, sort of uh, hard hitting in some way. And um, and they do have this this really beautiful, unique sound of uh, broken folk, as they call it, which is which sort of incorporates uh, different percussion instruments, body percussion, sometimes of um, dancing uh, as well, uh, with with vocal harmonies, uh, and I think it's a really good sound. So good sounds and good. Um, messages. Anyway, that's almost it from me today. So I'm going to leave you as I did last week with uh, an original song of my own. This is a song that I recorded for my recent EP Borrowed Time, which is all about, well, <laughs> as the title suggests, uh, Borrowed Time, um, all sort of there are some environmental tracks on there and some more political tracks. It's definitely a COVID album. I'll, I'll warn you that. But um, this track that I'm going to play you from it is specifically about our, well, quantum prime minister, shall I say. <laughs> Leader Bonking Forest told us to lend a hand. He asked, 
policy is preferred. You're a fundamentally unsuitable person to be holding the position of prime minister and a cunt. Well, it's good luck, Boris Johnson. It's good luck to Because in my opinion, giving head is much more pleasant than you. And it's good luck, Boris Johnson. It's good luck to Bojo. You might have made it with you your bikes, but I don't bikes, believe that you could win this fight. And it turns out the bikes were Ken's idea anyway. So listen to me one more time now, as I say. Vibrations to help heal nations. Hello, I'm Paul Hazel, and I'd like to invite you to join me for melodies of the sun-kissed beaches, palm trees and rolling waves of the South Sea Islands, only here on Radio Illumini. You'll hear recordings from brilliant steel guitarists, singers from country, folk and popular music, and even some indigenous Hawaiian artists, all performing those beautiful songs of the islands. Aloha. Aloha. 